is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Assemble the rest of the team. Who reaches of the deep? Assemble! Assemble! To assemble the finest crew imaginable. Sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Oh, what a loser! Assemble! Hey, good morning, JP, Coriel, Husker, Nick. Good morning. It's uh, Wednesday, May 31st. It sounds weird to say Wednesday. What? What is wrong with you? Because, well, we had Monday off and yesterday was Tuesday, but technically it felt like a Monday. And today's Wednesday and it's like. I thought it was one of those deals where like when you say a word enough, all of a sudden it becomes very. Foreign to you? Wednesday, Wednesday, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You say a word over and over and over, and then you're like, this doesn't make sense anymore. Kind of feels like that a little bit. It is strange that it's already Wednesday. I would agree with you. How you feeling? I feel okay. I worked out really hard yesterday and had kind of a long day, so I was was out of it. Plum tuckered out? Yeah, but I kept, I woke up a bunch of sweating. <laughs> I don't know why. Your metabolism's trying to burn off whatever. I don't, uh, I don't sweat while I sleep that much. Sometimes I do. You do. But it was weird. I woke up in like a pool of sweat. Oh, wow. I've done that before. God, what a crummy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, so other than that, I'm okay. <laughs> the last time I woke up in a pool of sweat is because of my allergy to goose down pillows. <gasps> oh, no. So I found this out back when I had a chance to go to Memphis for a, a country radio thing and had this beautiful room, corner room at the Peabody Hotel, really cool place. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just soaked in sweat and freezing. I'm like, what is going on? So I cleared the entire bed off uh, and just had the pillows. Managed to go back to sleep. Wake up again maybe an hour later, still soaking sweaty. What? And That's it's so the, strange. I found out the, the down feathers in a, in a pillow. Most yeah. hotels use down feathered pillows. Oh, yeah. So what do you do? So I have to ask for a non-down pillow, like the just one of the spongy ones, or oh, bring no. my own. <laughs> so I mean, if it's if it's not like where I can travel and, and just put my pillow in my car, I will. But for the most part, I have to ask for. Otherwise, if they don't have it, I use a towel. No, you as don't. A pillow. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to. Yeah, you like, have had no a choice. Chance to stay at the Cornusker, and they it was late at night when we got back there, and uh, I didn't have time to talk to the the hotel people about my pillow allergy, and I had to use a pillow from the couch. Ew. That was there. Ew. Which, whatever. Grody. I, I was tired. I just wrapped a towel around it and went to sleep. Icky. But yeah, that's that, That's the worst I've ever woken up. Maybe I'm sweat. allergic to my boyfriend. It's possible. Let's have to kick him out then. I mean, you're you're getting healthier and healthier and, and working out and stuff. If he's not exceeding that expectation with you, then maybe no, you I are becoming allergic, allergic to him. him. I think yeah. I'm just allergic to him in general. <laughs> I think I get this way when I'm around him. Do you think the <laughs> two kidding. of you together long enough you'll be sleeping in separate bedrooms? Um, no, Well, only if my snoring gets out of control. Uh, <laughs> and it would be me that drives the wedge between us. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how he hasn't kicked me out like because of my early morning alarms yet. Well, that too. If he hasn't yet, I think he's he's grown accustomed he's, to it. He's a bit of a caper. Yeah, he's a bit of a caper. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, hey, hopefully your Wednesday feels like a Wednesday, and it's all downhill from here to the weekend. Here's what's next with the J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick Show. We do have an all-new couples therapy that we need you to jump in and choose a side between Chris and Melissa. It's husband and wife, mom and dad, basically, and involves their kid. So you're going to have a step in between them at 720. We'll have uh, Would You Rather. We'll play a special round of just a second to get you into Luke Combs at Arrowhead Stadium for that massive world tour. And the nitty-gritty is on the way next. <laughs> Old Dominion resumes touring and is joined by 90s stars. Miranda Lambert's up to something where Dan and Shay are on new music and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. 
Toriel has your nitty gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. Nitty Gritty from Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. So now that Old Dominion's No Bad Vibes tour has resumed following the March ATV accident that sidelined singer Matthew Ramsey for several weeks, Mm -hmm. they pulled out all the stops for their Colorado fans at Red Rocks. First, they dropped some news. They have a new eight-song EP coming oh. out called Memory Lane. That's June 23rd that that comes out. Okay. Um, while several of the songs have already been released, including <laughs> the title track, there will be several new songs on the project. Then they brought out some special guests. NFL legend Peyton Manning Oh wow! joined the band on stage. He helped okay. the band sing John Mellencamp's Pink Houses. Oh, wow. Then 90s star Edwin McCain was brought out to perform his signature hit, I'll Be With the Band. Here's a little preview. Edwin seems to pop up everywhere. There was a Liberty First Credit Union show that was uh, a foreigner. And the oh, yeah? opener, the opener couldn't do the show or refused to do the show, and Ed, Edwin happened to be in Sioux City, Iowa. He's like, "I'll I'll come down and do oh. it." And he's friends with the lead singer of Foreigner. It's like, "I'll come down and do it," and, and like totally surprises. That's we got awesome. a great Thirty minutes set with Edwin. Edwin McCain makes me think of my dad because my dad used to listen to that song all of oh. the time. So I'd listen to that when I was a kid. There you go. Miranda Lambert knows it doesn't take much to get our attention at all. There was just a couple pictures and a one sentence tease of what the future could hold. Hmm. We're definitely all ears because yesterday on Instagram, Miranda did post a few studio pictures and then a quick clip in which she mentioned that, mentioned that she, quote, got a few collabs up my sleeve that I'm very excited about. Ooh, okay. And then the post was just captioned, stay tuned. So only tiny, tiny little morsels there. But right. if you put on your thinking caps and your where in the world is Carmen Sandiego's trench coats <laughs> and your Sherlock Holmes yeah. hats, this is what we know. So Miranda recently cut several tunes with Dirk Bentley for the TV series Fire Country. And that was Kane Brown's acting debut, by the way. Wow. Okay. But she also yeah. posted recently that she made a new friend alongside uh, songwriter Jesse Frazier and Jelly Roll, mm. adding that she, quote, loved writing a tune with the two. So could any of this stuff be on her upcoming project? There you go. Maybe, but as she said herself, we'll have to stay tuned. In a recent interview, Dan and Chase said they're close to finishing their next album. One thing is holding it up, though. Dan Smyers is oh. single-handedly holding it up because he just cannot stop tweaking it oh he says quote i'm still obsessing over mixes i need to turn it in asap as for what it sounds like uh shay mooney added quote there are songs about exactly where we're at in our lives there's love there's loss there's fun the album will be out at the end of the year and one more thing the subject of power washing came up as it does and dan was all over that he says quote the problem is you think your ground was a little bit of stuff on it and then you start power washing and you're like wow this is filthy they're very all over the place as you can tell very much so and when you get one spot or section you got to get it all you can't stop halfway it's several day process so it's like it goes from how, what's up with the album to all of a sudden power washing? So who knows? Okay. Maybe that has something to do with um, the issue with getting the f- work done. Yeah, yeah. The the fact that <laughs> things are just uh, taking a little bit longer. Yeah, a little bit. That's that's squirrely. We thought yeah. our boss Rob was squirrely. Yeah, that's squirrely behavior. That's right squirrely. There. Last but not least, thirty-one year old Ingrid Andres has the rare opportunity to open for not only an absolute legend for many, but her own personal absolute hero, Stevie Nicks. Oh, wow. Ingrid Andres gets to open for her for five dates in October or in August. Uh, she says, quote, on her uh, post about it, opening for my absolute hero never gets old. What is my life? <laughs> I'm very, very jealous of her. With the Nitty Gritty from Music City, I'm Coriel with Kix96.9. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. What is good in your world? Let us know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, KX969. And we'll be glad to tell everybody about it. What's yours today, Coral? Mine today for all of you with furry friends, specifically dogs. Oh, okay. Maybe you also, well, I don't know, like to have the occasional beverage. 
The Urban Hound Dog Park and Bar officially opens this weekend, this Saturday, June 3rd. It's open from noon to 9 p.m. If you plan on going or you want to go like at any point in time, you can register ahead of time. Uh, you register your dog, basically, so you can like show proof of vaccination and things like that, whatever. So if you just go to Urban Hound Dog Bar on Facebook, you'll find all the details. Uh, right there, the pinned post is the register your dog's link and everything. Grand opening this weekend. Sounds like it's going to be a good time. It's weird because I don't have a dog and I'm really excited. <laughs> but my best friend has a dog and yeah. a lot of my friends have dogs and now i can say hey don't worry about having to like go home and let them out let's just take them with us to party <laughs> so it'll be fun i'm excited that's awesome yeah it's a good time a good thing uh shout out to our friend at 10 11 madison pitch who got added to the evening news that was the big oh, news cool. yesterday so she's going to be uh joining uh the evening news on 10 11 which is kind of a very cool thing they've got their can caravan event coming up uh, June 5th through the 9th, too, where you can help out uh, the Food Bank of Lincoln, or well, actually the Food Banks of Nebraska. Oh, okay. Because it goes all over the place. So just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Madison. That's a really, Very really cool, cool. thing. Uh, and then we talked with our buddy uh, Chris later in the show yesterday, so what I wanted to revisit uh, as he is a Lincoln native Chris Whitney, a friend of ours, used to work in radio, uh, and he continues to run even though he has a bionic foot. Uh, he destroyed his ankle like a couple winters ago and has all kinds of screws and plates in his foot. Now. We heard it was from saving a kitten from the tree. <laughs> no, he uses that for a run in the wintertime. <laughs> from stopping a runaway yeah. bus. Uh, but he, he runs the MS Run the U.S. Cross Country Relay. Uh, and his part of it's going to be from Ray, Colorado to Holdridge, Nebraska. And he's raising money uh, for awareness and funds to fight multiple sclerosis because mm-hmm. of his mother and a good friend of his now who has MS. And he is now at 85%. So we'd like a little under 1500 bucks from his oh, goal. Oh, to meet his goal of 10000 meet the goal of 10000 Yeah. So if you get a chance to, go to the Kix Morning Show Facebook page. KX Mornings. And donate what you can to help out because this is a very, very cool thing. It's a national event. Wonderful the, idea. Uh, MS run the U.S. cross-country event. So it starts in California, goes all the way to New York, and he gets to be a part of it and represent Nebraska, which is a very, very cool thing. J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. I'm good. Now that I remember it, I'm good. <laughs> um, I remember running, and then I hurt my head. And then I woke up in the tent. Despite the injuries, I think it's worth it. That was the rolling down the cheese hill winner from Canada who, if you haven't seen it before, it, they've got this giant wheel of cheese that they shove down a hill. I watched a whole docu-series about like human interest pizzas, basically. Okay. And I watched this in depth, and it's <laughs> insanity. Uh, and, and so cool. This gal from Canada ended up winning the race even though she fell knocked herself out and basically rolled across the finish line unconscious beating, unconscious yeah. beating two other guys that were still running down the hill she's <laughs> rolling in front of them across the finish line they get her to an emergency tent and she wakes up she's got a little bit of a bump on her noggin and she's like what happened and they go you won she's like oh cool yeah there are, are there are many injuries when this happens and some some are pretty severe um, but is that why you sniffed the no? I my allergies are terrible. Um, I thought it may be because of your nose. Oh no, injury. No, that you were sniffing. For but um, th- she's definitely the first one to win while unconscious. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so we decided to ask you guys the dumbest way you injured yourself to win some funplex passes to go out and uh, enjoy yourself at the water park and rides out there. Laney on Facebook, KX969, says, My sister threw a peanut butter jar at me so I could put it away for her when we were younger. She pulled a think fast on me, and I had to get seven stitches in my lip almost 20 years later. I still don't think my parents believe that's what really happened. Joy says, Two summers ago, I climbed up a play structure to get my one-year-old down at the Children's Museum. I must have stepped wrong coming down. I broke my left foot and right ankle, wore two boots for eight weeks of oh. physical therapy. She had boots on both feet. Oh, no. That sucks. That sucks. And it's all... And, hold on. 
climbing up something to get their one-year-old? Yeah. So it was easy enough for a baby. <laughs> to get up and then get down? But this yeah. adult breaks two feet, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, we all be healed fast. Yeah. I like Tracy's and the fact that there is so little context. It just says, chasing a crab on the rocks of Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> <laughs> At least that kind of seems like a good adventure. Unlike unlike Brandy's who went to the Nebraska game and went to, to Barry's bar afterwards and while they were leaving, didn't know there was a mini step and I hit the edge and rolled her ankle, literally fell out of the bar. I wasn't even drinking that day and I had to limp to Memorial Stadium. Yeah, my ankle was huge. Oh my goodness. Um, Let's see here. Oh, Erica jumped out of the raft during a white water rapids tour in Colorado. They said to jump at the exact time they said go, but I hesitated and jumped too late and banged the lower half of my body up on some boulders slash river rocks. That's no joke. No joke. That hurts. Oh, my God. Oh, wow, Megan. The summer before my senior year of high school, I crashed my bike into the back of a parked minivan. My head broke Ooh. the back window. I ended up with stitches in my chin, ah. broken blood vessels in both eyes, and a broken jaw. I was pretty banged up lo- at looking and had have my mouth wired shut. Little, little children were scared of me. Yeah. I'm lucky it wasn't worse than that. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, yeah. Wow. Yeah. As a kid, that would be terrifying to see. We're mm. glad that you're doing okay. Yeah, okay. Allison says, sat up in bed and broke my fe- femur. My legs aren't very <laughs> strong, though. It makes for a good story. Sat up in bed. What? Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Uh, Nicole says, cutting ice cream. Got it straight from deep freeze. Had watched my dad do it a million times. So mine was paper container, and I used steak knife. Oops. Ow. Um... Abby says that Abby, this her and I are kindred spirits. Okay, I was on a party bus and dislocated my knee. They had to drive the bus to the ER. <laughs> Just <laughs> all right. There you go. That's Holler it. off. Holler off. That's funny. Um, Chastity says walking my dogs. He pulled me. I fell, smacked my head right into a tree. Concussion and all. Get dogs. They said it'll be fun. They I, said I had a friend who has two dogs, and she had. They're both. Uh, Labs like long, long hair golden retrievers or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's out for a walk with them and two different leashes, and they both took off in two different directions. <gasps> she went face first that, to the oh, sidewalk. Oh, I thought you were going to say it like something with her shoulders. Oh yeah, no, like, it jerked her shoulders like pretty bad, but Gumby. she went she because she's trying to hold on to both of them and goes face first into the sidewalk. Can I end on this one? Yeah, please. Lee commented and said, "I just tore a hip flexor." Running a 100-meter dash against my wife yesterday as we had a debate on who is faster. <laughs> That's when it happens. That's love. That's when you're showing off. Love and marriage. And competing and you didn't stretch good. <laughs> love it. And you pull something. Right. Tell us your dumb injuries and we'll get you into Funplex this summer. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. Kicks 96.9. Because of the concern for life by our first responders to get in the building knowing that that building was unsafe to help folks, because of that, they save lives. After city officials in Davenport, Iowa said on Monday that they were considering demolishing the remains of a building that partially collapsed on Sunday, mm-hmm. yesterday's rescue of a ninth person trapped in the ruins has led to a change in plans. Despite having originally reported that there were no people unaccounted for, officials uh, eventually did say that there were about five people that remained unaccounted for, including two they know are more likely uh, just probably still in the wreckage. See, this is what we were talking about I yesterday. Know. The woman rescued Monday was found when she stuck her head out of her apartment window on the fourth floor. Oh, my God. Assistant Chief Fire Marshal Jim Morris was emotional during a press conference yesterday telling reporters that, quote, we're very sympathetic to the possibility, end quote, that there could be at least two people still in the building. So it's um, it's great to see that there was a little bit of a pumpage of breaks. Yes. And they're looking again because it happened. It was like four hours later. Yeah. That it was Until well, everybody's accounted for. I'm sorry. You've got to keep that. Building. Yeah. So you have eyes on the on, on those people or you have them on the phone. I feel like you can't mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, knock down an entire building. But hey, looks like they're doing uh, not that. They're, oh, act, they're searching more. 
Whoever so, told them to keep up. searching was probably not from Iowa. They were probably from another state because the Iowegians were just going to go, oh, well, not to believe Oh, that. no, I don't know about I'm, that. But. I'm, Nick's not here. I have to make an Iowa joke. <laughs> okay, we'll, right. we'll let Nick do that. Okay. <laughs> so Air New Zealand is asking passengers to step on a scale before boarding their aircraft. So you got to weigh yourself Ugh. before you get on one of their planes. Like as a person? So New Zealand's Civil Aviation Authority, which is asking their customers be weighed on international flights from Auckland through July 2nd. The officials justify the reason by saying we weigh everything that goes on the aircraft from the cargo to the meals on board to the luggage in the hold. And now we need our customers to weigh in. Whoa. Though stepping on a scale before hopping on a plane may freak some people out, the airline assures the public that no one can see the number on the scale, not even the airline employees, and that each passenger's weight is completely anonymous. Well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't have a problem doing that if weight was the issue with these planes. That does make me wonder then. Yeah. So how do these commercial airlines... Why would they just pop up and start doing this now? Right. When everyone's in flying. Is it because you have to have like a valid... Identif- like form of identification and your weight's usually listed. Like, did they go off of that? Maybe I don't know. I just think it's really weird though. Because never like, considered say, that. Say for example, I, I'm six foot two, two eighty. Okay. Like I get on that scale, it's anonymous. I don't see the number. They don't see the number. Then they're like, mm, we're about thirty pounds heavy. What do we get rid of? Do we not let JP on the plane, or we just well, not let put a put an extra bag on the small plane? Small child looks like they could just hang out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> by themselves we'll do, in the we'll airport. Trips. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, that just seems That's really so wild. sketchy and wild. I don't know. I guess I would do it if I knew that I was like, you know, I was safer in the air. Maybe. What? <laughs> we fear change. And we all should fear change according to a group of high-level scientists and tech leaders. That are signing off on a new warning about artificial intelligence yesterday, saying that the advancement could threaten the existence of the human race. Well, are we surprised? How many movies have we seen, like in our lifetime, of artificial intelligence of take taking over? over <laughs> I.e., the Terminator theme that's playing right now. So this, oh, the statement was just twenty-one words long, and the group said that was on purpose. The statement was designed to be one that a wide range of scientists who may who might not agree are on more specific warnings. The full statement okay. reads, mitigating the risk of extinction from AI should be a global priority alongside other societal scale risks such as pandemics and nuclear war. You know what? At least somebody's getting ahead of it. We sit here and we joke about it. About the but AI then taking these, over? Like, scientists and whatever are like, no, actually, like legit. let's make sure that this doesn't happen. And I like how they put it. Like It's 21 words long. They don't want to tell you too much because they don't want the robots to figure out what the <laughs> deal is and then go back into, go into the future and take us out or go into the past and figure out a way to do it. Here, I just have an idea. Okay. When it comes to the point where they like they need uh, AI intelligence to like learn about uh, a human and how they operate, you're gonna offer yourself. Send up them for my way. Yeah, that way the risk is the risk at best is mediocre. It's like legit. The next story on <laughs> on Good Morning America right now. I watch urgent war- new warning about artificial intelligence. Yeah, just just have them study me. Yeah, and then either either AI itself will just give up completely. <laughs> or it'll be so it'll be so lackluster. It, like, it really won't be much if, of a plan at all. If this is what the humans have to offer, yeah, we, we we'll think Doctor Evil. Yeah, there, there. Think Doctor yeah. Evil. There you go. That's what's trending today. Brought to you by Camping World of Lincoln. To YOLO or not YOLO? <laughs> that is the subject of today's. Couples therapy. Relationships are challenging. Couples costumes. What happens? That means manhood has left the building. And occasionally, couples need professional help. That's it. I've had it. One minute. Nothing takes a minute with you. But when getting by on the cheap is the plan of action, there's couples therapy. With J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick on Kix 96.9. And today, it's a couple of parents dueling it out uh, involving their son. And Chris is the one who reached out to us. So he gets to go first in pleading his case. Good morning, Chris. <laughs> Good morning. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with what you is and the drama? your wife and your son. 
So uh, our son is about to graduate from high school, Excellent. and uh, he's been talking about backpacking through Europe for, for a few years, and we've been discussing it with him uh, after he graduates. And uh, I think he's ready. I think he's, he's done the planning. Uh, he's a good kid. He's, he's responsible. He's ready to go. Uh, the only issue is we had discussed it going as a family okay. uh, backpacking to Europe, and now it's come to the attention of us that uh, he kind of wants to do it with his friends and not with us. Okay. And that's a little bit of a source of contention for, for my wife. Mm. Okay. Okay. And you said, so you said uh, your son's responsible. Like you, you would trust your son to do this without you and with Melissa? With his friends, yeah. I, I do. I mean, of course, as any parent, there's a little bit of worry, but, but he's a responsible kid. He's 18. Uh, he, he needs to do these type of experiences mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to grow up and, and to experience the world. Okay. Okay. So you're all in, all in for him to go with his buddies and go backpacking Europe, and things will be just fine. That's the hope it's going to be just fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. And and I take it because Melissa's on the phone with us as well. Melissa is not uh on board with this decision. What are you what are you thinking this morning? Good morning, Melissa. Uh, good morning. No, <laughs> I, I'm not on board. Okay. Uh, you know, Why? It, first of all, it, it, it's way too expensive. Okay. And you know, also I feel like it's dangerous. To you not never go know with what's them? gonna happen up. You think it's too dangerous to not be going with him? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the other thing is that this has has always been discussed as something we would do as a family, kind of a last hurrah as a family before he goes to college. And, you know, now he's pushing us out. He wants us to pay for it. And honestly, I, I just don't think that, you know, a couple of boys running around Europe is a good plan. Mm. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. All it's, right. It's so not, you think it's, it's too dangerous? That, he, that we're paying for all of it. He's been working. He's been working. Uh, so he is, he is putting some of his own money. It's not just our money. He's, he's okay. putting his own money in as well. Okay. It's actually probably cheaper in the long run that he just goes instead of the whole family. Well, yeah, and probably does <laughs> cost-wise come down to that. What do you think, Melissa, what do you think he should be doing instead of going on this trip with his friends then? Well, I'd like to see him, you know, continue to work and get himself ready for college. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Um, Have you, do you, are, are you on a certain side with this one, Coriel? Well, I understand Melissa's reservation, sort of. Um, but <laughs> I think I'm on Team Chris with this. And, okay. that's, and that's only because... First of all, he mentioned that he like their son's fairly responsible. Yeah, obviously okay. you you know your own son, um, and if you think he's capable of doing this, then I think it would be a good idea. I had to work every spring break. Uh, granted, this was college, but even in high school, actually, I mean, almost more so in high school, I had to work all the time. I didn't do these quintessential trips and things. I had friends that kind of vacationed or did stuff between before college and then I had during college all my friends going on spring breaks and stuff but I had to stay back and just work yeah it builds character cool but uh if I could go back I would do those trips because they are once in a lifetime for the most part yeah Uh, especially this backpacking trip I mean my goodness you but you probably won't do it again or or if you do you know good on you but it's it is expensive and it's long and and it's a once in a lifetime thing for the most part I think I think their son should go with and his see, friends. And I, I'm, uh, I'm Team Melissa actually on this one because, Why? and almost for the exact same reason that you for for you because I never went on spring break. Yeah. I never did yeah. that in high school and even in college. Mm-hmm. I worked my butt off to try to save up and to get a car to help pay for college to to be able to live life. And I never went on the on anything like that. And now I feel like I have a better work ethic. Mm-hmm. Because I did that, like I don't, I don't get to summertime and like oh, I don't want to work. I don't have to work today because it's summertime. I don't want to have to do anything. I just keep working and then save up my vacation days, and then I have those days, and I have the money saved up to go enjoy those vacation days, 
and go and, and do something like this or go to Cancun or go to California, Florida, wherever on a okay. vacation because I've learned how to, how to save that money, work my, my butt off, save the money, and then go versus just basically just going uh, almost free and clear from mom and dad and doing the YOLO thing. So I'm, not okay. trying to be a, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I, w- I think it'd be great for him to go on the trip, but I also see Melissa's side of it where, right. you know what, you need to get ready for college and you need to work. So let's take it to the paper. All right, let's do it. Coming up next. Go. Next with the J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick Show. Whose side are you on in couple therapy? Are you Team Chris? Let the sun go, blow off steam, make memories, probably once in a lifetime. Or Team Melissa, he should stay, work, and prepare for college. Let us know. Facebook and Twitter, KX969, to be a part of Couples Therapy. You can also call in now at 466 466-9696. 466-9696. Pick a side. It's Couples Therapy. And you're picking a side between Chris and Melissa involving their son and YOLOing through Europe. Yellowing, JP. Well, what? Okay, you explained it then. I don't know. Just yellow. I forgot that word existed. You're welcome. I, I brought it back for you. I love it. I do. So, are you Team Chris? Let him go, blow off steam, make the memories. Or are you Team Melissa? He should stay, work, and prepare for college, essentially. You can let us know what side you're on, Facebook or Twitter, KX969 or 466-9696. Hi, KX. I am on the dad side. Okay, why is that? Well, my daughter, um, when she was 19, she left and went to Italy, found a college there. She's finishing up, and she is searching for somebody to backpack Europe with. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Before she comes back home. And I'm like... Go for it. I'm like, before you come home and you have to start real life and go back to work, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. You want to enjoy that one more time. Mm-hmm, absolutely. On Facebook, KX969, Amanda says, Team Chris, go on that trip. It may be your only chance. Live life to its fullest. You never know what tomorrow may bring. Um, AJ says, Team both. Spring breaks are definitely worth it once you're 21, but probably not as worth it after high school graduation. However, it is once in a lifetime and the few days of work he would miss isn't going to make a break him getting ready for college. Okay. Let us know what side you're on for couples therapy on Facebook or Twitter, KX969 or 466-9696. More of your calls and messages coming up. This is JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Huh? You're listening to JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. And it's couples therapy Wednesday. You can always be a part of the show as well uh, and have... Uh, you be a part of couple therapy. If you got something going on, let us know. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, KX969. Today, it happens to involve Chris and Melissa and their son backpacking Europe for his high school graduation present before heading off to college. And originally, he, it was going to be a family trip, Chris, yeah, Melissa, and their son. But the son wants to do it with his two friends now instead. Mm-hmm. Chris thinks he's responsible, and it's a true once-in-a-lifetime moment. Melissa thinks it's better if he stayed and worked and said he shouldn't uh, be alone with just friends in Europe. Yeah, sort of like the blind leading the blind type of thing, you know? (laughs) Everyone just kind of not really knowing what's going on. I could see you at this age going, oh, this hostel looks fine. No, absolutely. We could just stay there. It'll be all right. No big deal. Almost no survival instincts. No. None whatsoever. <laughs> no, I think um, <laughs> I, I think it's easy to be concerned about that. I, I'm not a parent. I wouldn't know exactly how that feels, but I can only imagine that that would be t- tough. I mean, if I look back and think of myself at that age, I, I guess I was a little older for my grade, but 18, 19, um, you know, I still was definitely a knucklehead. Yeah. So, yeah. But you had a good enough head on your shoulder. You should be concerned sort of about, um, you should hopefully trust your kid, but be concerned about other people more so. Yeah. But if you... Um, you know, if you teach them well and you, I suppose, have them research a few things ahead of time, I right. don't see why not. Okay. I I think I'm Team Chris. I already said that earlier. Yeah. I know you're a little more Team Melissa, but. Right, because I think it would be a good idea for him to stay and work and get ready for college. And then eventually you get to do those kinds of things because mm-hmm. you've learned a good work ethic. And we wanted to know from you what side you're on. High kicks. Uh, I think I am on uh, the mom's side and that he should stay or, yeah, he should stay and work just because. Uh, uh, 
by help working now, he's going to help himself in the future and be able to enjoy those vacations better. But he should be focusing on college and getting through that without as much debt to have to pay back before actually going on vacation. That's right. See, that's that's where I'm at about uh, that one. Hi, Kicks, what do you think? Totally, Dad. What a fun suck. <laughs> so, I'm guessing that, like, one of two things happened with Mom. Either she didn't get to do anything like that. Like, maybe she had kids young and she's, like, resentful of that. I don't know. Or maybe she did it and she's worried her son's going to do something that she did. Oh, <laughs> right. While she was out and about. But, like, yeah, he's got the rest of his life to work and, like, Whatever, go do it, man. Like now's the time. No regrets, not even a single one. She mm-hmm. said. Chrissy says, "Why doesn't he go out there with his parents for like seven days or something, and then have his friends meet up with him, and they can go out by themselves that way you can kind of test the waters, see how it is. Not to mention the parents will also get to go for a little while. They can have yeah. a little bit of a vacation. That's a good. A little point. bit of a, That's uh, a good idea. Compromise there, and then we did get a message. It says, quote, I say let him go. My son went with one of his friends, went to six countries in five weeks with a backpack. We did not pay for it. He had an amazing time. Of course, he stayed in hostels, uh, but still talks to people he met 10 years ago. Oh, wow. So we can pay okay. off in that way. Uh, we'll take one more call, and then you can also let us know. Facebook, Twitter, Kicks 969 Hi, Kicks. I'm on his side. If they're really worried about the money, why don't they? You know, they pay for the trip and then make him pay it back after he's come back home. Ooh, put do put him to work like Melissa wants. <laughs> put him <laughs> right. to work when he gets back. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And then he gets his worth ethic because he has to pay off that loan from him. All right, well, I want to bring Melissa and Chris back in here because I, I don't want Melissa to be the absolute villain in this because I'm on her side. You're not a fun sucker, are you, Melissa? <laughs> No, not at all. Who's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> right? But no, I mean, like, did uh, is is that because is it because you didn't get to do this at at your age uh, at that time period, or was it something else, or what? No, I, I'm honestly, I'm just concerned about the kids being safe. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, and I actually really liked the suggestion of you know <clears throat> doing part of it as a thing. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. boys could go off and do their thing. You know, maybe we stay in Europe, I, you know, and we're there while they're there. That's right. actually that not way a bad you're close, idea either. You yeah. don't have to be around. Right. Like, <laughs> not that he doesn't love you dearly, but, uh, you know, obviously he wants to go off with the two friends. It may give you peace of mind knowing that you're at least in the same country or, or like, in the same area well, at least. You were there, Coriella. You were in Europe, um, was it last summer? Yes. And the the transit, the ability to get from one place to the next is pretty easy. It is. So mom and dad It's a learning curve, too, though. So that's why I think it's really, um, really, really fun to be able to to go and utilize your smarts and kind of detective work, figure out what means what and how to get places from point A to point B. It is fun, honestly. So mom and dad could just, like, they could go on the family part of it, and then mom and dad just hold up camp in London. And mess with the Buckingham Palace guards and, and kind of <laughs> there you go. hang out just in case yeah. their son needs Being some. Being nearby might give you peace of mind. Chris, what do you think about that? No, I'm, I'm not for that. I don't want to look this, <laughs> this, this young man's vacation up. Let's, let's, let's let him have the experience. I'm all for the suggestion of uh, he could put his own money in and then you know we can give him some money as well that he could pay back through, through some, some work. Yeah. I work like that compromise, personally. Okay. Well, hopefully we've helped. I mean, it, it's unfortunately, Melissa, it is mostly Team Chris. Yeah, on for socials. argument's sake, if you do need to clear cut winner, it's Team Chris today. But I, hopefully we've given you guys some food for thought for further conversations on this, and uh, you guys can come uh, to a happy conclusion. I appreciate the input. All right. Hey, Chris, thanks for reaching thank out. Melissa, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. And congrats on uh, getting one through high school and off to college. That's a big, big deal. It is. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. If you need our help with couples therapy issues, just reach out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, title it uh, Couples Therapy, and we'll be glad to help you, too. J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. You can go with this or you can go with that. It's a really serious-ish couple therapy. <laughs> so yeah. I'm hoping you've got something fun for us for Would You Rather. <laughs> I do. Okay. What are we doing okay. today? So would you rather hold a political office yourself 
or have a friend of your choosing serve as president. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, you have to pick one or the other. It's, it's like a, you have no choice either. You have to hold some tor- sort of political office yourself. Okay. Or you can choose a friend of your choosing, obviously, to serve as president. Wow, that's kind of a serious one, too. That's not that serious. <laughs> it ain't that serious. I mean, it is because, like, I—I I mean, I would be more than willing to to run for office and be in politics and help people out. But like, there's a lot of pressure goes with that, and so why not have like your best friend do all the work? Yeah, I think I'd rather have, choose a friend too. But then again, <laughs> wait. So a political office. Now I'm confused by my own question. <laughs> no, that's public works. Never mind. Wait, you're, is that political? Thinking- no. No. Public works is a. Would I rather hold a political office? I don't know. Part of me kind of wants to. To be, but it have to be something really minor. Like how minor? Very you? minor. Like what? If it's I mean, me. <laughs> Are you kidding? A city council member. Sure. That's. I think I'd rather I, be not, a city again, council member, um, f- at, at a small town, and that's not to take away from. Being in politics at all, that's not to take away from yeah, uh, how yeah. important that job is. I'm just saying, like, I would rather have to manage the least amount of people. What is the I'm going off of level, size, I should say. Lowest level of political. <laughs> political. With, um, yeah, maybe with, like, the, the least amount of people that you have to deal with. <laughs> I think that kind of defeats the purpose of being... I'm holding a political office. Shouldn't you want to help the most amount the of people? Lowest LOL. level of elected government position. I don't know. I feel like that's like a personal opinion, sort of. Right. I don't know if, that you'll get a clear cut answer. I don't think you're going to get a clear cut answer. Um, yeah. A precinct uh, committee person. <laughs> Somebody who's on a on a pre in a precinct, okay. and you're a committee member. A council, a town councilman or town council woman. Okay. So something yeah. like that. You'd be okay with like being a councilwoman. I wouldn't mind that. And it'd have to be a small town. Like I said, the least amount of people. Because <laughs> I would like to choose, a, like, I would like to choose a friend for president. Don't get me wrong. But then I feel like then I wouldn't really have them as a friend anymore. Cause like, Why not? I mean, if they're the president, you see the movies. We wouldn't be able to run around and do the stuff that we do. We wouldn't be okay. able to go just like get drunk on the weekends. Hi, Air Force One, put a bottle of whatever on ice. We're going to be going to Europe. Yeah, but then all eyes on you, you know? Okay. That just doesn't seem fun to me. I mean, to be the president is not, probably not. I mean, you've seen how people have aged as they become. President, I think sense. it would be fun, yes, to choose a friend to serve as president. There would be perks. I just okay. think the, the the cons outweigh the pros for that. If, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold political office as a as a small town councilwoman. Okay, if you were to pick somebody in, on our show or in maybe even on our building, who would you have to be like, president? To be president, Katie, our general manager, <laughs> easily. Our GM, way to suck up. Yeah, um, no, but true, tr- truly. Right. Because she just gets stuff done. There's no, yeah, no bias. One yeah, I think it would be. I think honestly, it'd be Katie. Although being a part of the city council, I've always wanted to do it because it gets crazy. I just think <laughs> the 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 there's just a little more like fun drama versus like real serious drama. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, serious. There's those people that come in and they have a lot of things to say. And about And I think what's you get to on. decide on some pretty wild things too. Like the uh, was it the guy who came in and argued saucy nugs was a big. Thing that happened. That would be fun to entertain some of that. Someone, someone right now uh, serves on council and is like, "I promise you, it is exhausting. (laughs) Run away now!" No, I feel ten years older. It's very hard work, and we really appreciate it. Obviously, we're not dogging on it at all. But um, I, I do think that if I, I, I'm going to choose whole political office, and it's going to have to be for a small town. That's my. That's where I'm going. All right. Well, let us know. Where are you? What are you choosing? Yeah, what are you choosing? Facebook KX969. Would you rather hold a political office yourself or have a friend of your choosing service president? If you do choose that, please tag that friend. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. It's one of the most intense games we play. And it's rightfully so because this is a big package you're getting. (laughs) 
in the Luke Combs World Tour ticket package. Pair of tickets for Luke, amazing. Openers, Riley Green, Lanny Wilson, Flatland Cavalry, amazing. At Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Yeah, be fun experience, yeah. for sure. And dying to win these tickets are Morgan. Good morning, Morgan. Good morning. Are you, do you know your Luke Combs songs? You know, I think I do, but now I'm going to be stressed about it. So See, I told out. you. It's a stressful game. <laughs> I thought I did, but now I'm panicking. Just a second. It's a very <laughs> stressful game. But your name is your buzzer, so hang on here. We'll bring in Melanie. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning. How well do you know your Luke Combs songs? I mean, I love Luke Combs, so I hope I know them. All right. You got this. It's the challenge that is... Just a second. And again, your name is your buzzer. We'll keep the intense music just hanging out with us. We got the. I uh, think the intense music makes it worse. Does it make it worse? Yeah. Because it's just so intense? I don't know. What do you think, Morgan and Melanie? I just checked my heart rate. It's 120 beats per minute. 120? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I love this game. That's what happens when I enter a buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Immediate heart racing. All right. So, again, your name is your buzzer. And it's the, the first to three. I will give you just a second of a Luke Combs song. When you hear that second and you know the answer, yell your name as your buzzer. So, Morgan, you're yelling, Morgan! And Melanie's yelling, Melanie! And whoever can get the most will win. All right? Or Mel, you can do however you want to do it. Three. Three wins. Best of three. Yeah, best Best of three. three. All right, so here's... Just a second. For Luke Combs tickets, here's song number one. Morgan. I heard Melanie. You did hear Melanie? Okay, Coriel's the, the judge on this. Melanie, you get to go first. What do you think it is? Uh, it was Hurricane. Hurricane! There you go. Melanie's on the board. I said Wrecking Ball. <laughs> <laughs> different artist, different song. I just, was like, that's not the name of his that's song. That's not it. Just panic. Wrecking right. Ball. Here's song number two. And just a second. For Luke Combs. Tickets and the big Arrowhead show. Melanie's got a one nothing lead. Here's song number two. Morgan. I think it was Morgan. I think that was Morgan, Morgan too. Morgan said it. Okay, so Morgan, what's your Just answer? Just by a split second. He got the best of me. You both were like panicking. <laughs> but you're doing really well. Yeah, this is a good game, you oh guys. Oh my goodness, okay. Now, Coriel's checking her heart rate. It's 137. I know, no. <laughs> my palms are sweaty. <laughs> All right. Tied 1-1 one, one in... Just a second. For Luke Combs tickets. Here's another song. Song number three. Mel. Mel? Melanie. Uh, Forever After All. That is not it. Morgan. So, you, Morgan, I'll play the, that second this? for you again. Here it is again for you, Morgan. Um, when it rains, it pours. Sure thing. That's right. Sure thing. So, we got nice. Melanie on the board with one. We got Morgan with two. Yeah, get this right, Morgan. You win the tickets to see Luke Combs, the world tour at Arrowhead Stadium with Lady Wilson, Riley Green, and Flatland Cavalry. If not, Melanie can tie this up and force a tiebreaker in... Just a second. Oh, I'm so nervous for the both of you. <laughs> e. Here's the next song in just a second. Maybe some- Mel. Melanie. Mel? Uh, it is better together. That is not no. it. No. That is not it. Morgan, here it is again for you. If you can get it, you'll get the point. If not, we'll go to the next song. Maybe so. Oh, um, is it beautiful, crazy? Mm, that's not and somebody forever, already guessed that too. After all, yeah. But for the that wrong was song. guessed earlier. That's Nobody okay. gets that's that okay. point. That's okay. We move on to the next song. It's a good thing I've got a lot of songs here because just a second it is a challenge. <laughs> Here's the next song. Morgan can win with this answer. Melody can tie it up. I'm one. Mel. 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 One number away. We're all wow. tied up, baby. <sighs> Melody 
and Morgan tied up for your chance to win Luke Combs tickets. June 10th, Arrowhead Stadium. Just a second. For all the marbles. This is it right here. This is the last song. Get this right. You're going. Just a second. To see Luke Combs live. Tied 2-2. Here's the final song. Morgan. 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 No. Fear never broke my heart. Morgan. Congratulations. Holy cow. Oh, my God. That was intense. Good gravy. I had to close my eyes so I could, like, listen to see who I heard first. For some reason, it helps better if you close your eyes. Yeah, because you can focus better. Your brain's just focused on what you're hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Morgan, congratulations. Yay. You are going to see Luke Combs live at Arrowhead Stadium coming up here June 10th. Melanie, thank you so much for playing. You hung in there. That was so close. And we will have more chance for you to win your way there. So, another chance coming up tomorrow. Congrats goes out to Morgan. She's going to go see Luke Combs. That's why that game is so much fun. The intensity of just a second. That was crazy. We'll have your chance to win uh, Luke Combs World Tour tickets tomorrow at J.P. Max's game. This is J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. In past quiz segments... Coriel has failed miserably. What? Well, I mean, okay, the World War II one, yeah. Miserably. World War II, you have to admit. That was bad. Yep. Yeah, that was bad. So the Scripps National Spelling Bee is going on right now. The finals are tomorrow, by I the way. I had the little blue uh, Scripps book that I studied when I was in grade Aww, school. Oh, you do, huh? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so Google, as a part of the Big Spelling Bee Championship going on right now. Put up uh, the top word in each state that can't remember how to spell that word. Oh, no. And and the Google search is how to spell, and then you fill in the blank. Okay. So for Nebraska, it is the word finally. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope. Like one of the easiest damn see, words in the dictionary of the English language. I can see Iowa, but Nebraska, uh, S-I-N-A-L-L-Y. That is absolutely correct. Finally is the most. Finally is the hardest word. Us and South Dakota what? have the problem with finally. You know what problem I always have? Hmm. But I think I remember it. I'm going to go on a whim here. Uh, okay. It's always remembering where the U is in restaurant. <laughs> in restaurant. But I, yes. I, but I think it's AUA because I'm I'm envisioning the restaurant corner uh, in Seinfeld. I'm envisioning the mm-hmm. sign, and I think it's AUA. Is how I, it goes. I was like rest tower trowerant. Rest tower rest is the way aunt. I remember it. Rest tower ant. So finally, for us in, in South Dakota, that's a challenge. How about science? North Dakota says what? science. <laughs> Are you kidding me? S C I E N C E. There you go. What? Wow. In in Mississippi, in Mississippi, it's gray. Well, it does depend. Well, the color is what more often than not you're going to do. You're not going to normally go with gray's anatomy. Grays. So you go G R A Y? That is the color gray. Oh, I would have gone G R E Y. G R E Y is like for Grey's Anatomy, the, the anatomy book that's out there in but the I TV it, show. I, right. But mm. I think it, it's both are accepted, right? I think one's more maybe like an English. One's, yeah. Is one more English and one more American? Yeah. They're, they're essentially two different spellings. Uh, gray with an A is more common in the U.S., but. Gray with an E is more common in other English-speaking countries. Okay. Like so Earl Grey tea, for example. We'd give them a partial point for that, I think? Partial point. Partial uh, point. Iowa day. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? T-H-U-R-S-D-A-Y. Uh-huh. No! This is crazy! And, and this then, is based on Google searches? This is based on Google searches about a spell words. So this is real. This is real. America's top spelling searches. You can't searches. fake that data. No. Uh, in California, it's bougie. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's a tough word. It is tough. Uh, B-O-U-G-I-E. B-O-U-J-E. Oh, J. Oh. For bougie. Well, what's the one? <laughs> 
This is driving me nuts. Well, and then in, uh, I think it looks like it's Jersey. Oh, what I spelled was a a thin, flexible surgical instrument for exploring or dilating a passage of the body. (laughs) (laughs) What? What did I just, what did I just Google? In Michigan, the word, the word that's most Googled is shenanigans. Shenanigans? Mm -hmm. S H E N. A-N-I-G-A-N-S. Nice job. Hard to you did really well. You did really well with those. I'm, I, I mean, some of the other words are in, I think it's in, uh, yeah, in Arizona, it's George. People know how to spell George. Like the name George? The name George. Okay, can I just um, say, by the way, also, hold on. Yeah. Bougie, B-O-U-J-E-E, according to USA Today, and then there's a couple other things. Um. The J-E-E is a common intentional misspelling of bougie, B-O-U-G-I-E, like I said. Oh. Merriam-Webster says the meaning of bougie with G-I-E is marked by a concern of wealth, possessions, respectability, things like that. And then Urban Dictionary spells it that way, too. Okay, then. California has it wrong, and the little state below New York has it right. Look, you know what? It took the Nebraskans to sort it out. I love that Arizona, it's George, and New Mexico, it's miscellaneous. <laughs> right, their borders, yeah, border states, and you go from George to Mississippi. You go from like a few letters yeah. to a very, very long string of them, that and then you sense. go to go to New York. It's etiquette with uh, New Jersey. It's senior, <laughs> which just blows my mind. But I am. Uh, what's Texas? Do you have that in front of Texas you? Texas is pyramid. What about Florida? Florida is vicious. Well, they need to know how to spell vicious because they have to log so many reports of vicious animals right, exactly. and vicious attacks of Florida men. Those alligator they attacks. They need to know how to spell it. Yeah, so vicious is the big one. So there you go. I am all but actually legitimately concerned for this country. <laughs> <laughs> if you wake up in a bad mood, we got just the thing. It gets me in a good mood. Relatable topics. J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. Puts me in a good mood as soon as I wake up. Kicks 96.9. J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick. One big thing is we're going to try not to screw up like we do sometimes because we have a very special guest coming on the show with us later on. We're going to interview the man who sings all those songs. He could literally sing the phone book. Oh, yeah. Ronnie Dunn is going to be on the show. We're going to get him so exciting for you guys tomorrow. So be ready for that as yeah, we get we, ready for the big show. We get a little bit of his attention um, ahead of the show, which is tomorrow. CHI Health Center, yep. Megan Maroney, Scotty McCreary, Brooks and Dunn. But we're going to be able to bend Ronnie Dunn's ear a little bit. So yeah, so we're very, very excited. And we hope excited. you are, too. He's one of my bucket lists to have uh, to have a conversation with because he's like literally one of the voices in country music just stands out. Oh, definitely. Every time. Yeah, I'm personally excited for the show. I've never seen them live. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You're in for a treat. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to call it cliche, but I mean, it's like, oh, imagine that. Neon Moon is one of my top uh, 10 favorite country songs of all time. Yep. Guaranteed. It's just, it's it makes you think of, uh, well, me, makes me think of line dancing. It might make you think of a special somebody. It might be attributed to something like that, but nobody can uh, do a bad cover of that song. No. It's just got like a, it's got like a protective spell on it. Even your girl Casey Musgraves <laughs> did like a cover of that. I and it's so good. Oh. Yeah, this is all part of their Even reboot the club tour. remixes. Like we listen, we listen yeah. to this when we do uh, <laughs> cycling sometimes. Nice. 
It's so good. It's a great song. All right, so Brooks and Dunn, there's still a handful of tickets available to buy at KZKX.com. Uh, we will talk with the one and only Ronnie Dunn of Brooks and Dunn tomorrow on the show. Woo! And then we'll be there for the big show. Them, Scotty McCreary, Megan Maroney at CHI. That is tomorrow night. If you don't have tickets, again, KZKX.com to buy them. And then join us at DJ's Dugout, the closest pre-party in town. We'll be there starting at 4 o'clock with drinks and food and even more shots at other concert tickets to win. Yeah, more chances for you to win. And it's right across the street from CHI. So join us tomorrow for Brooks and Dodd with Kicks. Hey, hey.